You're not my dad. What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Adam Pecora, rocking it out Wednesday morning on Requiem for a Tuesday. We're going to think about uh, the prior Tuesday today and every day. You know, always keep a Tuesday on your mind when you can. Uh, it was just a big taco fiesta. Taco Tuesday uh, grande, if you will. And uh went fantastic. So here we are the next morning. Um, definitely had a little bit of stomach rumbles, little belly grumbles, uh, little tummy tumbles. But we're powering through here. That's just uh that's just the lay of the land around these parts. <laughs> um before I say anything, I don't really know what the fuck is going to happen. <laughs> I mean, in general, right? But uh, even right now, as I sit and breathe and speak, I don't know where this is about to lead. Uh, but we'll just say, you know, follow me on the shit. on You know, whatever. Instagram, Adam.Rfat, R-F-A-T. Uh, link in bio has all my shit, music, art, whatever. The Instagram itself, pretty solid, you know. Take a look. I got a I got a good gallery going. Uh so yeah. Um check check out all the stuff over there and uh rate review subscribe the podcast as well, whatever platform you may be situated with currently. But that's really all I got. And as far as today's content goes, I was about to sit and do a whole I guess political episode and I was basically just going to list all the reasons why uh, this is a horrible country and always has been and uh, we I think we all know that <laughs> at this point I don't think it needs to be said uh, and I'm certainly not the one to say it as said on uh, I think the previous episode you know I don't have the fucking words to handle shit like this uh, I just know that, you know, if you're fucking ignorant, you're st- either get educated or go away. I mean, I don't really know what to say. You know, just fuck off if you're going to be a terrible person and treat people horribly. Just leave. Uh, we all know how shitty everything is. It's very shitty. Needs to become unshitty. Uh, that was also one of the things I was going to say, like, you know, I've been going bi-weekly just because it's hard to even be in the be in a good mood, you know, trying to get the trying to get the giggles flowing. And uh, it's a difficult time to do so. But uh, I don't know. You know, you just got to fucking try to deal with it day by day, because I feel like that's also the thing. Um, I feel like John Mulaney kind of mentioned this, but it's like when you pay attention <laughs> to politics period you realize how shitty everything is and nothing's getting done and it's all just like a horrible horrible scenario for everybody right uh and i mean we should definitely have been paying attention doing something the whole time as uh you know that's uh, everything just goes without saying so fuck it you know it's it's just rough bro and that you know i don't want to uh what's the word exacerbate this scenario. Thank you to Simon Pegg uh, for that one. Learned that during Shaun of the Dead many a year ago. So, you know, the British aren't entirely useless. Let's just remember that every once in a while. There's a gem out there. You know, we got Simon Pegg, John Oliver. You know, there might be more. Who knows? Uh, wouldn't it be fun if Britain's Got Talent was the American show? Like, wouldn't wouldn't I would rather see what the fuck they think is cool over there and be like, oh my god, this is jarring. Uh, because all the people on the American one just suck anyway, or they just sing. It's like, well, this is the same show again. So fuck off, please. Uh, I will say the one, the one, the one thing that I'll get at that I find to be hilarious is that I saw a thing, and there's a bunch of these going on, obviously, and all of them are great and you know, 
in their own specific window and like with the right intention and frame of mind. But I, I saw a specific one. Like they're tearing down all these statues and stuff, right? And deservedly so. You know, they, they fucking should be. Um, but I saw a thing, some school or something was changing like a library that was named after Woodrow Wilson. And my first thing was like, who the fuck knows anything about Woodrow Wilson? And now that might just be my ignorance, sure. Uh, but I went to a an American public school and they don't even bother to tell you shit about Woodrow Wilson. So fuck Woodrow Wilson anyway. What do I care? Second of all, uh, I, we can pretty much just confirm that every president ever pretty much was racist up until, like, Kennedy at least. And who knows what he was thinking. <laughs> you know, I'm not going to go speak for anybody because I, you know, I'm not reading up on fucking presidents. They all fucked it all up this whole time, you know, or anyone that was doing it right, they got undone. So, oops, doesn't fucking matter. Um, but yeah, so they're like, yeah, you know, his, he was racist and it's like, well, again, a bunch of them probably were and yeah, you should be changing that. But, uh, why even like press, I don't know, like I get press releasing it cause that also is a good thing. It, it's just hard to gauge what's right. Like there's just so many alleys, everything is going down and it's just like the main point that I'm trying to make is like. You're going to a lot of trouble, and that's great, but why, how about you put whatever resources and whatever thing, whatever it takes for you to have done that, all of that energy and time and possibly money, whatever involved, why don't you just put that towards defunding the police and getting, like, reform done? Like, why don't you do something to, like, help the cause? Uh, I just think that that's so funny. It's like, yeah, you know, that's still good and correct, but... That's not what this is about right now, you know? And I feel like everybody is trying to find their own little window or corner argument or how, whatever you want to phrase it as so, like, they can be spotlighted for their thing and blah, 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 blah. And it's just like, well, who cares about that right now? You know what I mean? I wonder how many people would even care about those things on individual levels, like, you know what I mean? Like, Jefferson Davis is one thing. That's, like, 100% monstrosity and should not be monumented in any capacity. But if they're like, we're going to change the FDR thing because he was blah, blah, blah. And it's just like, well, that definitely can be put on the back burner, at least. You know what I mean? Like, how about we address one thing at a time? And right now, the only thing should really be, you know, like, major national change but uh, who am i you know uh i'm the guy who the government doesn't want to help in any capacity so as as with many i just find that funny so we'll we'll move on from there but yeah in a complete fucking pivot let's just uh abandon all that along with our hope and dreams uh because it's going to be a rough winter, ladies and gentlemen. Um, I got to say, sometimes they get it right. And by they, I mean the Academy. Now, I'm talking about a very specific instance here. And uh, there wasn't, I would say, any competition uh, at least domestically in this nomination. That's for sure. But I will say that uh, Best Animated Feature 2011 nailed it. Uh, it might not have been... I think that was the year the movie came out, but not the year of the award. I don't really know specifically on that. Could be wrong. Maybe the 2012 Oscars. But uh, I'm talking about a little movie called Rango. Now... I saw this movie in theaters, which would have made me 16 at the time. In my head, I was much younger, so I don't know uh, what I was, what was going on uh, at the time. Uh, I think I can say retroactively, just by default, that I certainly was not very intelligent at that time. Although, 
any conversation or social media presence of any kind with me uh, would have told you otherwise. I very much, as most young people do, uh, thought I was very smart. And uh, whatever. <laughs> That's a whole nother rabbit hole to go down for a whole lot of uh, other scenarios. But I will just say, in the theater, I was like, this doesn't make any sense. I just remember being very confused by it. And I remember being disappointed because I also remember being very hyped for it uh, for whatever reason. I think I was going through a real big Johnny Depp phase, uh, you know, which would have added up. Tim Burton was my favorite director for a while, you know, when I was younger. Definitely learned my lesson there. But I think that, that that's really what that amounted to. I was just like, I'm fucking super in on this because of Depp. Uh, the premise sounds crazy. The trailer looked good. You know, all the things you would want for a hitter. You're like, this is going to be everything I ever dreamed of. I got very hyped for Up in a similar way. And I will say right now, fuck, that that movie is so overrated because that opening montage was so good and so well done and then the rest of the movie was fucking whack. Like, not entirely. There were good parts, but, I mean, it was just disappointing because the premise just sounded so good, you know? That's another conversation for another time, too. But, like, seriously, anybody whose favorite Pixar movie is up, like, you can just shut the fuck up and not talk to me about it. Because we we have nothing to discuss. There, that is just objectively incorrect. You know, there are there's some answers where it's just like fuck you. You know, if somebody tries to tell you their favorite Pixar movie is the Good Dinosaur. It's like you can just you can just stop and pick something else to discuss because I don't want to fucking hear a word of it for a second. Uh, but yeah, so this movie is crazy for a lot of reasons, okay? One, from what I understand, I don't know if this is how the recording was done, I assume and hope so, but they, like, acted this out live, which was dope, because I will say right off the bat that Depp's performance was fucking phenomenal. Like, he has this monologue at the beginning, blew me away. Um, I will also mention, before I go any further into this, that, uh, was definitely uh hella baked for this so this could be completely invalid but i will say that there's no like the the it was i was so drawn in uh this time that i don't think that it could be a fluke i think if anything that is a huge factor to making this even more accurate <laughs> uh but the, maybe not. Who knows? But I thought it was fucking great. So, look, I, I didn't do a whole lot of research. I didn't plan on this being a whole long, like, do the right thing style expose. <laughs> I know that that, used, that word is used wrong. Don't fucking come at me. Record your own podcast. But, I mean, like, if you just go through the credits and just, like, click some links, you will see a list of an unbelievable cast, top to bottom, character, actor, through star, through up-and-comer at the time, I believe. There might be a couple of those in there. Or just unknowns at the time. Whatever. Maybe just uh, unknown to me. Which would make sense. Because I didn't know what the fuck was going on when I was 16. So. Whatever. Either way, the cast was fucking outstanding. Uh, the writer. I, I don't know. Any of the names, again. You know, just letting you know. He wrote a bunch of fucking great flicks. That you would be surprised it was all the same guy. Uh, Industrial Light and Magic animated it. It was their first animated film. They did an unbelievable job. Uh, I mean, Roger Deakins, one of the greatest and most heralded cinematographers of all time, did the cinematography, which I don't know how that works for animated movies. Um, but the shots were fucking great, so he definitely did a lot. <laughs> you know, definitely boosted it. I guess he just tells them what, how to animate it, <laughs> like where to put their, like a virtual camera, I guess. But it seems like that would be difficult because they have to like animate the whole thing. But I don't know. 
I don't know what they did. I don't know how that process works or how that could happen. But he did. A, it was fucking awesome. And that's just a cool thing to know. Um, and, you know, there's a fear and loathing homage and just a bunch of homages to, like, classic westerns. And the movie's just a fucking trip. It really just, like, starts out of nowhere and then just goes down this path. And, like, the lizard is just a sociopath. He just lies and is fake and uh, never comes to terms with it or questions it. Um, he's called out at one point and uh, is too soft to do anything about it. But then it's just like, oh, fuck it. I'll try anyway. And, uh, yeah, he's literally just like a con man the whole time. It's just crazy if you're really paying attention. And it just amps up and... Uh, it's really just like one big, like giant drop, you know. You just keep going up, or a roller coaster, yeah, <laughs> whatever fucking illusion you want. We're going to Six Flags. Pick a ride. <laughs> That's the thing. Uh so yeah, quite a pleasant surprise. Highly recommended. Uh, a hidden gem that got lost in the times. I feel like. So if you're looking for any uh, animated westerns. You've come to the right place. And you're listening to the right thing on the right day at the right time. But I feel like that's always the case if you've ever got this podcast going. You're like, damn, what a good choice. To which I would say, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, but speaking of a movie's uh, perception being changed over time, let's do an opposite and adjacent <laughs> opinion to that uh so I, I i i was disappointed in rango and now i think it is a masterpiece of sorts uh, yeah i'll stand by that i guess uh <laughs> i had never seen until uh this past week or so uh which it took many attempts because jesus uh, to see True Romance, for those of you who do not know. Basically, Quentin Tarantino's first movie. He made, like, a short film that was, like, inspired to this. Uh, but he had, like, the screenplay for Reservoir Dogs and True Romance at the same time. He's like, I'm going to like Reservoir Dogs. Somebody can have this other one. They gave it to Tony Scott. Now, I'm not a to I don't have a Tony Scott take. Uh, I may or may not have mentioned the movie Unbreakable on here, the train movie. I don't know. It's very good. If I haven't, uh, never seen a train be more interesting in my entire life and like crazy. And uh, that was like much to his ability. So, you know, whatever. And there was a small, tiny, brief period where Top Gun was my absolute favorite movie when I was a kid. It used to be on some channel all the time. And I used to watch it all the time. I I have seen Top Gun a lot of times, um, but most of those times were before probably my tenth birthday, and uh, I really don't remember much of what happens in it. I know I like the Great Balls of Fire part. Uh, I think there's volleyball. I don't know. I I probably still like, it. but not the point. Um, I don't really like any of the. Tony Scott-isms in True Romance. I don't really like any of the dialogue, frankly, which is like Tarantino's staple. The story itself, like, it's just, uh, it's just very lackluster. I, I don't get it. So if anyone has an explanation, please let me know. I mean, Tarantino, or sorry, what I meant to say was Brad Pitt in his brief little cameo as the stoner dude was pretty dope. Uh, Michael Rappaport, just always a delight. Just to see Michael Rappaport, you're like, hey, that's Michael Rappaport. Fuck yeah. You know, you're down to clown, you're down to party. Uh, I mean, other than that, you know, like, there was good little parts. Patricia Arquette is always great, I guess. You know? I mean, she just, she's got a phenomenal face for the screen. I'll give her that. But uh, not in this movie. I wasn't for it. Like, her character just... Like, none of the characters just had any depth of any kind. 
And, well, here's the thing. I guess you can say that about a lot of Quentin Tarantino's characters, right? But, like, in Reservoir Dogs or in Pulp Fiction, they at least have little convos where you kind of get the thing, right? But just the way that those convos happen in this movie, they they don't fit outside of any context, which doesn't really make sense, I realize, as I say it out loud, but... I guess think of it like this. Like, Reservoir Dogs is a gangster movie about gangsters, but they're at a diner talking about Madonna. That makes it an interesting thing, and you don't necessarily learn anything about these guys. I mean, their thoughts and opinions on those specific topics, sure. Um, But you kind of just either decide whether you like them or don't like them or whether you'll root for them or not root for them based on uh, how you feel about that or being like, oh, that is a conversation I would have with my friends. That is just like real life. And that might be enough to be like, okay, I rep this shit. Whereas, I I feel like that just didn't happen in True Romance. Like, yeah, he talks about Elvis. It's pretty forced. And he talks about Kung Fu. Also, it was forced. Like, everything was just pretty forced. Uh, and the Kung Fu thing happened as a result of, like, him going to the movies. You know what I mean? Like, the... That's a place where you would talk about movies. It would be interesting if they were talking about something other than movies at the movie theater. I don't know why this is the road I decided to take down as to why I don't like this movie. That's not enough, and that's a pretty weak argument. I'll openly admit it. <laughs> but I won't delete it. Uh, it felt it feels essential to me for some reason to point that out. Uh, and I don't know. It it just it just doesn't do anything for me. It's just so, all the action shots are so dramatized, and I get like it's supposed to be really stylish and cool, but when there's I don't know, there's just no substance, and I don't get the hype, at all. Maybe there's something I'm missing, but uh, don't care for it. it. Took me three or four attempts, and I mean, let me tell you, you want to talk about a a studded cast, top to bottom. It's like every little part in this movie is played by somebody who you at least would recognize, you know, which is usually like huge, but uh, no, no. Like James Gandolfini was in it, and uh, there's a scene where he's like interrogating Patricia Arquette for like their stolen drugs, and uh, you know, he's dominant in the fight because he is a very large man and uh that's it i mean he just lets up because and there's no real reason to think that it makes sense (laughs) you know what i mean like they don't even try to sell you on anything it's like, well, this is all the dumb things that happen and all the stupid choices everyone makes, and just none of it makes any sense. Like, all the character motives and whatever, you don't know what any of them are for any reason. Everybody just does dumb shit. And then it's over. Like, there's no repercussions. There's no anything from anything. Um. So, yeah, I mean, outside of a good fucking cast, I don't I don't get the hype. So I'm, I'd be very down to... De- to get down to the bottom of this legend uh, as to why that has a even a good Rotten Tomato score is alarming to me. I do not think that it was even good, which is just utterly shocking because, I mean, if you want to look at, like, Natural Born Killers, another movie Tarantino wrote but didn't direct, uh, he claims that they butchered his script. He claims that Tony Scott didn't do anything but change the linearness the liney, <laughs> he changed how liney the story goes. Uh, but yeah, he made it from non-linear to linear. He said that was about the only change from what the brief little Google I did. But he claimed, I'm sure Oliver Stone did, but he claims Oliver Stone dramatically changed the Natural Born Killer script. Well, guess what? Natural Born Killer is a great flick. I think so. It's a little much, especially at times, but I feel like that's... Well, that was Oliver Stone's goal there. And what else do we got? Fucking, oh my God, From Dust Till Dawn is, I think, incredibly underrated. I think that whatever the critical verdict 
is and or was on From Dust Till Dawn should be flipped with True Romance because True Romance was garbage and From Dust Till Dawn was great and severely underrated. Monster Clooney, you know, you never, I feel like you never see like a vicious Clooney. So that was cool because, I mean, who doesn't, you just want to like listen to him talk, you just want to look at him. Great, you know. George Clooney, mid-90s, what a time. Speaking of which, how has George Clooney not replaced Tim Allen as Buzz Lightyear? That is just shocking to me. Just doesn't make any sense. Because, I mean, who the fuck wants Tim Allen anymore? And who doesn't want George Clooney? Unless he fucked up something, too, then, you know, fuck it. You just can't even keep track of it anymore. Everybody's fucking up. Or being accused of fucking up and not actually fucking up. Or whatever. There's just too much. You're just not allowed to exist without being yelled at. Mr. Clooney. Uh, please campaign for it. Because also, let us not forget um, that he was, dare I say, fantastic in the Fantastic Mr. Fox. You see what I did there? It's pretty good. Uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, that's one of the best animated movies probably ever, you know? And I think that that's the thing with saying things like that, is that it's like everybody holds sacred all this bullshit. And it's like, just watch the movie, bro. They're just, it's just so good. Just don't deny it. You know what I mean? Everybody's like, oh, well, what about Sleeping Beauty? It's like, I don't know. Fuck that movie. It's not good just because it's supposed to be. It's because you're told it is. I don't, I don't like that sing-songy shit. Never did. My top musical list is all the odd ones. You know, you got like South Park, the Blues Brothers, like things you wouldn't really count even, I feel like. You know, weird options like that. I, I was a big La La Land guy, definitely. I went into that before. We all know about that. I would say, I, dare I say, over giddy post La La Land. It really, I don't know what it was. Um, <laughs> we'll leave that there. Uh, but yeah, I would I would probably say that my reason for not liking most of what is considered the best animated movies is because of the music in them. There's just too much. If I wanted to listen to an album, I I wouldn't have come to a movie theater. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, you know, uh, I'm sure. That, and there's a ton of good ones out there. I'm sure. Uh, it's just not for me. You know. So that is why my uh, animated uh, opinion goes way off from most people's, but fuck them, bro. Get that Disney shit out of my fucking face, frankly. Give me that Pixar Steve Jobs gold. Hey, hey. Look, I wasn't kidding when I told you I didn't really have a whole lot uh, planned for the dais. You know, you can only hop on board with so many thoughts. And there I go, just talking about trains again. A lot of trains. This is the biggest train day I've ever had, I would say. And uh, I, I will add that uh, in my prior experiences with riding the rails cross-country have been solid. Now, I, w I have not gone any extraneous distances, but it is dope to get to just be walking around as it moves unlike a plane however it's going to take two to three times as long as any flight you would ever go on domestically <laughs> no matter where you're going i went to st louis once on an amtrak uh it took like six and a half hours it's only like a four and a half hour drive so is that worth it it just depends on uh your scenario you know, you got a shitty whip. Yes, it's worth it. You going with your family? Probably, yes, it's worth it because you can get up and walk away. You know, that's a big factor. There's a bar car. It can come in handy. I went as a child, so sadly I did not get to utilize it to its full potential. But you best believe you ever see this man on an Amtrak again, he's going to be sitting in that bar car for the majority of the trip. Uh, but let me tell you, uh, that is a long time to be cooped up. And it's like, if your thing is, if I'm going to be cooped up, 
it doesn't really matter if it's a car or a train, then you're probably in the right to just drive. You know, I also took it to Sandusky, Ohio, home of Cedar Point. Now, that was like a train to New York City, I think, technically. So we got there at like 2.30 in the morning, and this was like a pre-Uber, pre-Lyft scenario. So we're like trying to call the Sandusky, Ohio taxi industry. Uh, and luckily it wasn't that bad. It was actually harder to get a ride in the daytime. So maybe their cabs are that busy. I don't know. Uh, but somebody luckily showed up in time. But it was very strange to arrive at a place at that time with no structure because it's not it's not like there's a terminal or any type. There's not even a building. You know what I mean? Like there's a platform and you're outside and there's like a little ticket window that obviously is not open at 2.30 in the morning. So it's just like, okay, well, we're here and we're outside, but I don't know any logistics of anywhere, you know, and there was just no way to check. At the time. Whereas like now it's like we can just fucking probably walk. You know. We'll figure it out. I got Google. I'm good. Or you know you call a Uber or Lyft obviously. But I'm a Lyft guy. For the record. Uh, but I mean yeah. Uh, I don't know why the fuck I'm actually talking about trains. It was a bit and it got real. I don't know what to tell you. Let's take a train. Somewhere. It's also very fucking expensive. You're not even going to save that much cash. I think that that is the biggest downside. It's like, oh, you think you can just hop on a, hop on an old steam boy and, you know, get yourself down to Texas for $60. It's like, no, 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 no. The further it is, the more it costs. And it's usually at least similar to the cost of a flight. So it's like, unless you're petrified of the sky, which I tend to get, somebody give me a Zan because I'll need it. Uh, to be able to handle getting on that plane, but I'll be able to do it. I, which is weird. I used to fly all the time as a kid, and I just grew up into this big ball of neurosis, and uh, it freaks me out every time. And then once you're up there, it's just like, oh, well, we're just in the sky now, so we're fine. <laughs> and it's just like uh, my brain just, like, forces that logic into my head. It's like, oh, well, we made it to the sky, so we'll be good. <laughs> and it's... Whew, you know, nobody ever tell me the truth. Uh, but, yeah, it's just, like, not fucking worth it. I'm, like, throwing down. Why would I throw down, like, $300 for a one-way train somewhere when it's, like, I could throw down a buck fifty, possibly less, especially now, and get there in a tenth of the time, potentially, depending on what distance you're going. So, if anyone wanted any any travel insight on the world of trains, you have yet again come to the right place. I mean, I think we can all just be glad. Uh, about to strike a nerve with at least one person. Because it's going to hit you right in the chest. But I was going to say, can't we all just be glad that we didn't become like train people? And to which I mean, like, if your line of work has to do with locomotives, then by all means, embrace it. But, you know, those dudes with, like, the model trains in their home as adults, conductor hats, knows information about them, frankly. Like, models, too much. You know, don't tell me that's an, that's a, that's a glass eagle. I don't care. And you shouldn't know. You know, it's just such a bizarre and I hesitate to use the word hobby, but I guess that that's all that comes to mind. But it's like, oh, what do you like? Trains? It's like, I'm sorry, I don't, <laughs> I don't follow. I like trains. It's like, yeah, I like trains. They definitely do a lot of my traveling for me. But, uh, you know, on a local level. But I don't understand any fa like the, a fascination, especially because it is now a tired form of travel and like a not technologically advanced thing. So for you to be a tra like, you're, what does that mean? Like, how could that be a hobby? How could that take up any of your time? You know, other than simply riding them. So yeah, I'm judging you out there, train guys. You thought you were 
trying to find, oh, I'm a train guy. Let's go listen to a guy talk about trains, right? And you're like, oh, he finally got to the train part of the podcast. Thank God, because I'm a train guy. And all I want to hear about is choo-choo, choo-choo, right? I want to hear the steaming engine. Let's talk about trains, baby. Um, only to find out that uh, pro-train, anti-train guy. So, sorry, train guy or gal. Not to discriminate, I don't like women into trains either. <laughs> uh, no train fans are safe from my misunderstanding and probable dislike of their interests. So do with that what you will. Could you imagine if I somehow just alienated, <laughs> like, an absurd amount of people? Or th- that's how this that's how this show really blows up. I make headlines. Local man is a monster. It's like, what did he do? He said he didn't like train people. And it's like, don't you know that everybody has a right to like everything that they like? It's like, yeah, and I have a right to think it's fucking stupid. <laughs> so that would be my response. So if any reporters are listening, fuck off is basically the thing. You know, we just live in uh, the modern Twitter world where it's like everything you say is either going to be you're the, either one little part of your thing is going to be highlighted and like quote unquote exposed or it'll just be taken out of context and you'll just be monstered or whatever. But you know what I mean? Like you feel like you got to tiptoe around every little thing. If you accidentally say blah, 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 it's like who knows what will happen. And it's tragic to see. You know, like there's articles coming out about like, oh, this happened 10 years ago on Joe Rogan. And it's like. Welp, sounds like that was a problem for then, if it was one, and it wasn't, so I think we're good, you know? It's not like, oh, in this video footage from 10 years ago on this episode, there's somehow maybe evidence to a murder. And then you'd be like, wow, thank God they were filming this show. We just cracked the case. But instead, they're just like, two guys said a thing 10 years ago. It's like, Jesus, we don't need that story. You know why? Because that's not a story. Because 7 billion people said a bunch of stuff 10 years ago. And guess what? I'm sure a large percentage of it doesn't reflect anything about today for any people involved in any conversation. So, I don't know how that came about. But just shut the fuck up. Please. <laughs> you know, I don't know. Uh, let's focus on the matters at hand. And stop worrying about that. You know, I kind of talked about this before. I did that. I did the episode about... Louis C.K. and his new special and the scenario at large with that guy. Um, Go listen to that if you want to know what I think about that. I'm not going to rehash that and go through that again. I I don't know if I explained it as well as possible then either. But that's also part of the beauty of this is I kind of just let it fucking go and then I I let it go. (laughs) That's what letting it go is. Adam, don't you fucking know? Uh, Yes, I do. So now that that little, I'm sure, mentally ill episode just happened, yeah, don't play that for any medical professionals because I don't want to know what that just was. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's just like, just put it out. Get it out of the way. Now, I understand that uh, I have no real influence or fame of any kind, so... I'm sure it's on a different scale when uh, some dumb fuck is just doing it versus somebody with a real platform. Uh, But even so, isn't that the whole point of, you know, doing it? 
right? Like recording a thing is like just I view it as like in capturing a time, right? So like for this for this hour I was this guy. <laughs> I don't know. That doesn't really make any sense either. But my my overall point was why are people seeking out shit like that? You know, the ones that deserve it, deserve it. Dalia, go down. Boom. That seems to be horrible. And if it comes to light that it's not horrible, you know, then great. <laughs> that would be fantastic. Uh, But the thing of just like, these guys said a thing 10 years ago. It's just like, shut, who, why is anybody mad at this? How did this become something that I'm even aware of? You know what I mean? How did this not die the second the thought was made. That's just crazy to me. You know? Because not only is that just dumb, because why would you look, like, look at any old thing and try to like put it through a modern lens? That just makes no sense, period. Um, which is happening to just a fuck ton of people right now. And... It's just insane. It's just like, again, just like focus on the task at hand, especially when this one's like dumb. At least the thing I mentioned earlier, Jesus, I went back into the politics. It just fucking had to happen effectively. Uh, But like I mentioned the thing about like people changing names on buildings. That is more progressive than looking at what celebrities said or did in years past and trying to call them racist to make a change. It's like. Look, the people that are need to be stopped. That's absolutely correct. But how about you just channel that energy into, like, the right way to do something about something instead of just trying to, like, get a viral thing going about how somebody sucks. Most people suck. Let's stop that from happening in other ways. I don't know. Just, yeah, you know, again, I don't have the words for it. I don't know how to explain it correctly, and I'm also trying to be weary of how I word it so nobody's like, wow, you're fucking just as stupid and ignorant too, because that's also fully, uh, I wouldn't say that that's fully possible. <laughs> Let me be careful with those words as well right there. Uh, you know, I, I am fully dumb about a bunch of shit. I have no qualifications of any kind. <laughs> You know, so at the same time, it's just like, I I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with any of this. It's just, I think we're, I mean, obviously we're all just going through whatever personal struggle, all of this chaos has brought upon us, right? And uh, I don't know. I just want it to be over, frankly. And, uh. You would think other people do as well, but uh, even the ones that claim they do and are showing it by committing crimes and doing horrible things to people and not wearing masks and being monsters, uh, you would think that they're on the same page too, that they want it to be over. Well, if you wanted it to be over, you would just do your part. I don't know. It's just like you can just see why America hates socialism it's because it breeds everybody to just fucking hate everyone else period and it's just like oh all the things that we would need that could help us because it's also let me just say this what is the government doing for you right now that you support it period and i don't mean necessarily even this fucking monstrosity that we have going right now which is a whole nother level nobody should be down for what's going on with this thing except the billy boys the billionaires is what that meant uh which of course sure but would you really have any problem with anything ever you shouldn't you know your problems don't really fucking matter billionaires sorry i'm not uh but, like, what what does the United States government do that you're down with all of it? Like, you pay your fucking taxes and then you get denied unemployment. And it's like, well, what? <laughs> During a pandemic kind of sounds like you're not qualified to deny me for an unprecedented event. Right? Or, you know, the government that is throwing people in cages 
or not fixing your roads or not really doing anything to help anyone on any level. Right. And don't get me wrong. I mean, yeah, there are like the good doers that work within the government that do good things. But I'm just saying as a whole, overall, how could you possibly be satisfied with any of it? And I guess just having money makes that much of a difference. I wouldn't know. Never been fortunate enough to have some that is substantial enough, you know, to where anything is working out for me here. It's I just don't see how you back anything, period. Uh, I, w- I would have said the same thing prior to this entire thing. Like in 2016, I was like, why don't we get the guy who wants to help everybody out? You know, but you everybody just fucking hates everybody. And that is like on a non-racial level. It's just like crazy and don't get me wrong like i'm walking down the street i'm not about to be fucking nodding and waving to everybody like you should still mind your fucking business and leave me alone (laughs) you know what i mean like on that level sure maintain people's privacy like i'm not trying to go crazy with it here i'm just saying like if you're gonna do a part in a society why not have that society do its part to you back But, like, nobody views it that way. It's just, like, for some reason, it's just ingrained in everybody's brain that they're going to be rich one day, so it doesn't fucking matter. And it's like, bro, you're not, especially because you're putting in no effort. And this is coming from a guy who puts in a minimal amount of effort. I'm still out here trying to do something, I guess. You know? But, like, even me here doing this show, without resources at my disposal... I'm probably going to be stuck at the static level of this show. I don't know. I'll be frank. I don't know how to grow it without money, at least. And I don't have money, so I don't know how to do it with money. You know what I mean? It's like, even if I had it, I still wouldn't know what to do. Because when have I ever been told anything like that? You know? And this isn't any type of me, like, trying to say that my life is so hard and things need to change because I say so because just I need help. I'm just saying like, hey, look, things are fucking hard for me and they're much harder for (laughs) way more and most other people, I would say. You know what I mean? I'm still living it cushy in 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 the grand scheme of things and I fully understand that. But I'm just saying like if my shit's all fucked up, then I know things are so much worse for so many other people. and it, But, like, yeah, again, bringing it back, like, to the context of the show, it's just, like, how does anything happen with that uh, in the music I make? How does anything happen with that? The band I'm in, we can't... We have an album on the shelf that needs to be mixed and mastered professionally because we've never done that before, period. I've never had anything done professionally in any capacity. And how I will never have the funds to be able to do that the way things are. You know what I mean? Even just, you know, with a full-time gig, it's like, how are you going to put that cash aside with any of your other shit going on in your life? And I get it. Like, the the argument you can easily make is, well, you got to put the hustle in and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, well, you can only control so much, one. And two, like, that is still the wrong mentality. Like, I'm not asking for any... I'm not asking for a handout in that aspect, you know? And, like, nobody really is, I don't think. Like, I'm sure there's people out there who just want a bunch of shit. Sure. But what I'm trying to say is, like, I would like the assistance in other aspects, right? Like, I have a fuck ton of student loan debt that has really high payments on it every month. If college was free... Boom, there's more money I have to invest in myself or in whatever I want, you know, in companies or just fucking spending, which is good. Boom, that's huge. Uh, If I didn't have crazy medical bills from whatever may be the case, you know, um, I'm constantly thrown off of my psoriasis medication, which I need to have any mental stability in my physical appearance 
you know, amongst other things, there's a lot of factors at play, but it really is mostly a mental game that I have to deal with with that shit, let alone physical limitations and irritants and blah, 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 blah. But, like, if that was never a concern that I had to have, I could just continue to live on. Or, like, I fractured my knee uh, two years ago at this point? Last, Last summer? I don't really fucking know. But... That was costly, and having to deal with that, and like doing follow-up appointments, I was like, should I even do it? And I have insurance. It's just like still getting bills from that is crazy, because you're still going to get them. You know what I mean? It's just like, whatever you have, it still doesn't even do enough for you. And it's just like, how could you possibly have an issue with that being a thing? I just, I can't even wrap my head around it, you know? But at the same time, I can't wrap my head around ever thinking that kneeling for the anthem for police brutality was bad or doing or trying to help anybody in in like impoverished area or fixing the criminal justices like none of that ever has clicked with me or hasn't clicked with me either you know what i mean i've never been able to wrap my head around that's what i was trying to say i've never been able to wrap my head around not understanding any of that stuff either or just, like, having, I don't know, just, like, those crazy negative and hateful opinions. Just anything like that has just never crossed my mind. But, like, not even on the subject of that. Like, that needs to be changed without argument, right? Like, that's not in my opinion. Like, that needs to be changed without argument, any injustices on that front, like, we need to make sure our people are solid. But, everything needs to be changed. Tear the whole fucking thing down, right? Like, if, I want to say after this, because in my head it's a when we fix this problem, not an if. But God, knowing America, this might be an if, which is fucking sad. But when, let's just continue to be hopeful when we get through this part we need to next tackle so many more fucking problems and that that it's just like how can how can we do that with the prospect of the future right now it just doesn't even seem feasible and it's like look a thing that should already be true needs to happen and like a thing that shouldn't even be a problem needs to be addressed and fixed and i get that and let's say once that happens that'll be fantastic and it'll be like about time fuck yeah now this is a real country for everybody involved uh we can you know also just the fact that we talk shit about anybody else's practices with their people is just insane and always has been. I've never understood that. It's like, why are we always showing these people bombing other people and blah, blah, blah. But, like, we're doing that. You know, like, why are we talking shit about these other countries? If we're going to talk shit about any countries. England? Fuck. <laughs> Again? Let's loop that back in. They're just insane. You know, I have no interest <laughs> in that at all. And, you know, French people? <laughs> you know what I mean? And I'm saying that from a place of, like, humor. Like, fuck those guys. There's no, like, bigotry involved there, so stop freaking out. That goes back into the point I was just making earlier about whatever. Who knows? Um. But, yeah, like, once everything is squared away on that front, uh, as it should have been probably, like, 250 years ago, we're still going to just be the 99%, and that's still all going to be shit. You know what I mean? And it's just like, fix the fucking policing, but fix fucking everything. Like, this place needs to be rebuilt from the ground up, structurally. (sighs) And I just hate it. I just hate it. And everybody's like, well, that's why all this stuff is terrible. And it's like, you're wrong, you know? Everybody's like, we already are socialist. That's the problem. And it's like, no. I mean, just on facts, it's just no, and it's just maddening to not be able to get that point across, and it's just like, socialism never worked before, it's just like, even if it hasn't, how is this working now? Right? Like, 
even if that is your point, which is wrong, and there's plenty of examples, just go listen to Bernie Sanders. I can't. I can't believe I f- ended up falling back into this trap that I didn't want to happen. See, I told you. This is why. This is why I went bi-weekly. <laughs> For the time being, it is just too hard to mess up, or too hard to mess up. No. It's easy to mess up, that's for sure, because I just messed up. See that? See how easy it is to admit your flaws? (laughs) To which uh, that could go on for me for a long time. Don't let that slip by either. I know I got a lot going on. I'm working on it. That's all I've ever done is try to keep working on it. Because let me tell you, I'll openly admit that I've definitely been a fucking asshole (laughs) for stretches with, you know, and uh, I've worked on it. Because everything is just an excuse. You know, whatever you got going on in your own thing, like, you should still probably be trying to be better. And I wasn't for a long time. But yeah, just got deep, just got real on you. Don't worry. Doesn't affect me. I can handle it. I got my big boy pants on today. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. Just. We should have just fucking elected Bernie Sanders. None of this ever would have happened. Well, I mean, some good things would have happened. So probably wouldn't have been in the same result. But some of the things that are happening now as a result of the protest might have happened without having to even do that. Uh, Coronavirus probably would have got handled a whole lot better. Uh, That's probably true with... uh, I would say probably just about any other presidential candidate in the la- in my entire lifetime. <laughs> just anybody who was anybody who won or lost an election in my entire lifetime would have done so much better of a job. And it's just like that's the thing. It's like did he even compare our current state of things to any other one? It's just like doesn't even matter. It's like bro, I would rather have W back. Remember when we all thought that W was just like a fucking moron and you couldn't believe that he was the president of the United States. Like there was those clips of him like not being able to open doors, which is hilarious. You know, and it's just like watching a Trump version of that wouldn't even be funny. It's just like the fact the thing is, I feel like you always at least this is still the wrong word. But you all, I'm just going to say it like this, but I know that it's not technically what I'm trying to say, so just know that. But you always, like, still kind of respected George W. Bush, right? Or at least, you know what I mean? Like, even if he didn't deserve, you know, I don't know. I, I guess that that's not the right word. But you know what I'm saying? Like, you could at least take him seriously as a president, whereas, like, this is just such a mockery. And it was obvious the whole time to me, too. Like, the fact that it wasn't obvious that Trump was just, like, pandering to... He was just, like, a caricature of every Republican candidate ever and just took it to such an extreme and just ran with it. And everybody was just like, this is honesty. And it's just like, what are you talking about? You know what I mean? This guy is literally a cartoon version of all the other dumb fucks that are trying to do this. Screaming about all these horrible things that you want to take away and whatever. Another thing I can't wrap my head around. Like, I just... And it's it's just crazy. And, you know, we'll never... And, we'll, like, who knows if we'll ever even get past, like, the whole thing. It might be my entire life we might have to deal with this fucking garbage. And that's awful. Because, like, it's just one big ego stroke. You know what I mean? Like, the fact that none of this has mattered to that guy ever for a second and he is just so wrapped up in his own delusion that he doesn't even know I feel like he doesn't even know the repercussions of the things that are happening like still to this day I think he's just like I'm you know what I mean he's just like I'm the president da 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 like just I won I, I win I always win that's it Like, that mentality is never going to go away. And that's the thing. He won forever. Because it's all about just his word and what he says anyway. And so the thing is just, like, it's already... The damage will exist forever. I think. 
you know what I mean? Like that part of it. I, I am again incredibly hopeful that we can heal like the the problems at hand that we can address, but I just think like long term, like this guy is gonna get exactly what he wanted. He will have won in at least in his head forever. And that drives that makes me so mad that I try not to think about that. You know what I mean? Is that like in his brain, he will have always won in life. Like his entire life will have always just been a success. And nobody ever did anything to to stop or slow it down. And it's just like no matter what happens after this. And because like the reality is, is like when this select, when it's over, hopefully not in four years, hopefully in four months or whatever the fucking time frame is from now can't be soon enough uh then he'll be totally eligible to go back to his businesses not that he hasn't been making money off of it the whole time but and literally just make money off of it calling himself the president and his fans will be his fans forever and it is just the craziest like if this was a movie nobody would begin to buy the story at all and you know you could talk about this shit forever and that, that's why I try not to but it ended up happening anyway but it could literally you know anyway I'm fucking done I'm just exhausted I didn't even want to end up doing it <laughs> go watch Rango and hop on a train somewhere Is was the, was the point I wanted to get across look follow me on Instagram at adam.rfat uh, check out Wolf X, the music I, I do by myself. Check out Multiplex, the band I'm in. Rate, review, subscribe this podcast. Uh, we're going bi-weekly, as I said. I won't even be around next week, so I'll have I'll have tales from a hopefully wild and fruitful road trip coming up. Hopefully, hopefully I don't just end up doing this again because, like, you know. This this could easily be a four fucking five six hour endeavor. Just trying to unpack all these crazy things. Look, I just know we're all fucking feeling awful, and uh, we live in a hellscape, <laughs> and it's terrible. And um, on that note, on a brighter note, I just want you to remember that I are fat, you are fat, we are fat together. Calculator, everybody.